It's the Thought Eater, Thought Eater, Thought Eater RPG Show. It's the Thought Eater, Thought Eater, Thought Eater RPG Show. We've got blogs! Well, that's it. at the map of the week. Adventures in art! Le Chadron Comatique! Oui, oui! It's the Thought Eater, Thought Eater, Thought Eater RPG Show. It's the Thought Eater RPG Show. Welcome to the Thought Eater Thought Pass. <laughs> what is up, y'all? It is Froth here, Thought Eater Podcast, Thought Eater Blog. Hope you're doing well, and time for a five minute Friday. Over the last couple, I hope I don't go, I'm probably going to go over five minutes, I'll just go ahead and tell you right now. But hopefully it'll be worth it, because i got a killer campaign idea, with very special thanks to Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall, from Keep Off the Borderlands. Episode 200, I was talking about pulling off big reveals, you know, big campaign twists on your players. The conversation kind of spilled over, I got a call from Spencer, um... Regarding some more ideas on this that I talked about on the Hump Day show last week. If you haven't checked that out. But uh, Spitzer brought up the movie 12 Monkeys, right? Now, I had not seen 12 Monkeys since it came out. I remember thinking it was really cool. Been thinking more about it, and more and more is kind of coming back to me. Still want to go back and watch it again, but. Uh, and now I should say there's major spoilers here. So if you haven't seen the movie, I don't want to ruin anything for you. So keep that in mind and okay. Spoilers coming. You had your chance. Really? If you haven't seen it, stop listening. <laughs> 12 monkeys. Great movie. All right. So anyway, Bruce Willis's character, I don't remember a ton, I, you know, a lot about the movie, but, um, I do remember it was based on like an earlier French movie that barely had much in common with it except for like this time travel element. And basically Bruce Willis's character, when he's a kid, witnesses an event at an airport where somebody gets shot and it kind of sticks with them all their life. Well, long story short, uh, later in the movie, he realizes that he was seeing himself getting killed at the airport at this airport they're trying to stop this virus or, or whatever and um so it's like a time loop where he's seeing himself doesn't realize it but sees his own death so thinking more about it how you can use this as a, a major campaign twist but how would you do this so i've got ideas on how you could do it for like a more modern maybe spy game or you could you know, use it somehow with, with other kind of genres, I'm sure, but also with fantasy, okay? And this requires a very crafty and patient DM, or GM, whatever, and you set it up at the very, very beginning, and you set it in the end. So you know the very, you know, people that want to call this railroading, you know, you're going to miss out on being able to pull some things off because it's not technically a railroad. You just know something at the first scene of a campaign, you know something at the very end. It's not necessarily all the middle, right? But anyway, so you want to start, every campaign should really start with some really great first session. But whether you do or you don't, players are going to remember 
the first session of a campaign. It's just one of those things you're going to remember. So you have to be really careful to give them just enough for them to remember the right things and not enough where they're going to guess the big reveal right from the first, <laughs> from the first session of the campaign. However, very few players, even your best players, are going to expect that in the very first session of the campaign, they're also seeing a flash of the very ending of it. Um, so you got that going for you. But anyway, so here's the idea. Start with a big situation where uh, if you're running like a fantasy, you know, the players are in a city, could be a walled city maybe, whether they know each other or not. You know, they wake, or during the day, or however you want to do it, the city comes under siege. If you're doing it in a more modern campaign, if they're like, you know, doing like a top secret spy type game, any kind of secret organization or whatever, they're in the CIA building or something, and the, you know, the, the building comes under attack. Wherever they are, city, organization, whatever, comes under attack. They don't get a good look at some of the people making, you know, attacking the place, but if it's fantasy, it's maybe a mile off, and they can see at the walls of the city that, you know, say your party, you know, look at the, your party comp, composition, and maybe you've got, you know, five players, and maybe one of them's a spellcaster, and one of them's, you know, a, a fighter or barbarian or any type of fighter. And you just mentioned, you know, you, you can't really see what's going on, but you see some guards getting thrown over. You see, you see a, a spellcaster just completely, you know, shred somebody with a spell. You see a, uh, um, a, a fighter slash through somebody. And say you have a really weird D&D species or something, like a Genasi or an Aarakocra or something. You can even throw that in there and say, and you actually see... There's another Genasi up there that's, you know, you know, throws somebody over, which is, and you, and you can just kind of flaunt this in their face because they're not going to suspect it yet, right? You don't want to say they look just like you or anything like that, but you can say, which is kind of odd because there are not a lot of Genasi in the area, something like that. If you're doing it in the, um, the modern setting, you should be like, you, you know, you catch a, you know, the, the bill, you hear gunfire, you, you, you know, y'all are, you start to kind of move towards, you know, what's happening. You can see as you're, as people are running and alarms are blaring, you can see on one of the computer screens as you pass by, it's kind of grainy, but you can see, you know, and then you think about the composition of that party. Maybe there's a martial arts specialist or somebody, you know, you can see somebody, you know, uh, you know, kicking and beating, <laughs> beating the living hell out of one of the guards. You see a couple other people coming with, with, um, with guns, whatever it is. And they're not going to know it yet, but that's their, that's them at the end of the campaign, right? So then you just, instead of allowing them to go and see themselves, you set it up that way. And again, I'm kind of rushing through this. It's supposed to be five minute Friday. I'm already seeing seven minutes, but anyway, and I hope you're following me. <laughs> so anyway, then in the fantasy setting, whatever, 
a major earthquake, some kind of seismic events, what, what, whichever way you're doing it, a seismic event happens, the building starts shaking, the earth starts crumbling, and there's some kind of cave-in. Either they're trapped under rubble or in a fantasy setting, they might just completely fall through the ground into like sewers below, whatever else, and that's going to instantly shift their attention to getting out. So you started off now where it's more of a survival thing, getting out of the rubble, you know, getting around electrical wires, whatever it is. Let that be, you know, at least the next session or so, you know, eventually they're going to find out that, you know, people are not, you know, they're not sure why, but wherever they were was, was under siege. Either the higher-ups in the CIA or whatever, or the town elders, or however you want to do it, are going to eventually meet with not only the player characters, but others, and, and tell them that the, the reason for this siege, one of the, you know, a powerful magician or one of the leaders, uh, an engineer or something, has been killed, you know, based on the, you know, and they were working on something to you know, very important to save the world or help the world, something like that. Um, and, and enlist the player characters help. Now this person that was killed was, had invented these time portals, right? You don't want to do this the first session. You don't want to mix it up like this the first session because your best player might guess what's happening. But if you do it a couple sessions later, they're not going to guess it. And so they want them to send them back through those time portals to stop this from happening. Okay? But when you send them back to the portal, nobody, no player is going to say, I don't want to go through the time portal. Everybody wants to go through the time portal. Trust me. Everybody wants to go through the time portal. It goes back to the wrong time. And so you can play around with your campaign of, of them constantly struggling to get back to the right time, get back to the future, right? Somehow, some way during the campaign, maybe a year later, maybe longer, the players are finding out about someone trying to, you know, destroy the world through these time portals and stuff like that. They don't realize it, but the person that's been called the good engineer or the great you know, uh, town wizard or whatever it was that they're supposed to be going back to prevent, to prevent the death of, they don't realize it, but that's also the bad guy, also the bad girl, whatever. So while they've been, been going back to stop them from dying from the get go, the person that they're finding out about as a villain throughout their time travel adventures is the same person. So eventually, way down the line, they're coming back, you know, to the place, and and then and then that's when they'll they'll realize, you know, they're coming back to the place to stop it, and then that's when you give them the description, like word for word, almost like from from the beginning, and uh, and and you let them realize that. 
the person was the bad, you know, you know, give them the reveal that the person they've been trying to save was evil. And so they realize that they've been in this time loop from the get go. And it was them that it was trying to destroy the, you know, them going to kill, kill the person. And you know what? It's been 11 minutes. I went way over and I probably didn't do a very good job of explaining it, but think about the idea. <laughs> it's kind of early. I could not sleep. So it's kind of early. So I got up really early to do this. And I'm probably making it worse, but think about that. Like at the opening of the campaign is the players attacking in essence themselves. They get sent back to kind of stop this from happening. And then along the way, realize that it has to happen and that they were looking at themselves at the very, very beginning of the campaign. And you kind of end it with a big, you know, attack scene on a, on a building or a siege on a city. That's what I got for you. That's the best I'm going to do. It went way over five minutes, so I appreciate you listening. Uh, appreciate Spencer for the idea. You can call in anchor.fm forward slash thought eater. Patreon.com forward slash thought eater if you want to support the program. Let's go, Logan. Zeroing in on your mental trade. Gonna help you escape from the grind. Thought eater gonna blow your mind. Boom, 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 boom,